Welcome to the big guys. Episode 8, Ryan. We made it. Super Bowl's over. We got a lot to talk about today. We'll dive into some of the topics, but we got Super Bowl. We got Super Bowl bets. We have the halftime show. We have commercials to talk about. We've got this week in the world, and let me tell you what, it's batshit crazy out there. It is absolutely batshit crazy out there. Uh, we got Ryan's random thoughts. Tony Golf, the big guys, we cleaned up in golf this week. We both had Scheffler to win plus 1,200, plus 1,300. Um, we got Daytona 500 coming up, and we got the fattest thing we have done this week. Ryan, how are you, buddy? How is everything? How was your Super Bowl viewing experience? I know you hit some bets. Talk to me, Goose. Yeah, it was great. We were both on Kansas City immediately after the championship game, so that felt good. Uh, hit a few great bets. So I said I was going to bet AJ Brown to score a touchdown. That worked. We said we were going to score or bet on McKinnon to score a touchdown, and boy, was he close so many times. And I mean, the first half was enough, and then kneeling down, I was just like, ah, just just going to be that thing. If we if we had missed the forty or fifty ish to one bomb that we hit, luckily Mahomes hit two fifty. But if McKinnon was the only leg that didn't hit, that one would have stunk. Yeah, I, I thought I was talking to my brother about that. I I would have puked if that happened. But an awesome football game, and yeah. like you said, I mean, I'm not trying to be the guys who are like patting ourselves on the back, like yeah, we know everything. But no, we did have this one pet. We, we said AJ Brown was going to go ballistic. You know, and I will toot my own horn here a little bit. I said whoever wins in the trenches here is going to win the game. I said it felt like it was going to be a Big 12 type of game to it. I said it was going to be 38-31. to 31. It was 38-35. Basically everything I thought that was going to happen, we were just we were one or two. I mean, we were a Patrick Mahomes touchdown away from thousands of dollars. So yeah. we were seeing the board. We also live bet KC at plus 285, plus 290, some shit like that. Um, you hear so much about both of these, you know, the defensive line for the Eagles. They didn't they, – they couldn't tell you what cologne Pat Mahomes was wearing. They got nowhere. Yeah, he's so to good at getting the ball out early. And, and you know what it was, though? I mean, in the second half was a huge tell here. Like, just – they just got outcoached pretty, pretty badly in the second 1, half. 1,000%. Yeah. So that – that's what that's. I mean, it's 24 10 going to the second half. And this is another thing we talked about. We still have Pat Mahomes and you still have Andy Reid. And we, it became abundantly clear Andy Reid made second half adjustments and they, they could not stop them. They scored on every yeah. single possession. Did you see that the, the uh, Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore touchdowns were the exact same play, just ran to the opposite sides of the opposite field? Opposite side. Yeah. And you know what, though? It, 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 Andy Reid has done that stuff before where he will he almost goes Madden mode a little bit. With I was just going to say, stuff. he's playing a game of Madden. It's crazy. For sure. And he's he's always had the luxury of, of having weapons to do it with. You know, Tyree Kill's gone. He picks up a Tony who's like a Walmart version, obviously. And he's, you know, I, I'm not a Tony guy. Obviously, I'm a Giants fan. He was a huge, huge part of that football game. Special yeah. teams, making catches. He was, he was, a, he was an important piece. But this was also what I thought Andy Reid did good. How many fucking guys touched the football? I mean, it, the, the, the ball's getting spread around. I thought the offensive play calling was good. But in the second half, they just were torching them up yeah. the middle of the field. Like, I just don't know how Travis Kelsey could ever be 15 yards open. And it happened like four fucking times. Yeah, it was nuts. It was a good, it was a good fun game. That's what I loved about it. It was a lot of scoring. 
I feel bad that Hertz lost that fumble because, I mean, beyond losing that fumble, he played as good as any quarterback could play in a Super Bowl. I mean, that dude is awesome. I was just going to say that, too. I mean, the Eagles were, you know, it's corny to say, but, like, you, you don't want anyone to lose that game, right? I mean, you, you, you do, but, like, no one lost. Again, the football game was won, and I know the big holding call on Bradbury, another ex-giant, and he, you know, he, he kind of stood on his own two feet. I don't know why he did, to be perfectly honest with you, but he said it was a hold and he tried to get away with it. And uh, the Eagles weren't making any excuses. You know, the, the you don't want to see that call there. I mean, honestly, right? Yeah, bit- it's tough because when you go back in a game like that, you could, you know, start looking at the offensive line and you could call, you know, 20 more penalties. It's like, it's just hard to do that. It sucks that it happened at the end of the game. That's the thing that stands out the most. And here, and I, and I think uh, this is how my ego is. I think I might have been the reason that the flag happened, because I told my brother, I was like, you know what I'm really liking about this game? It's not a ref show. We're just watching a good fucking football game. Yeah, and nothing of like nothing of consequence had like come up where there was like a fringe call here or there. It was just two really good football teams. It was like a heavyweight fight. They were yeah. both clean. They were both fast. They were both doing the right things. Jalen Hurts, what did we say last week? You can't go 15 and 21 for 100 yards and beat this team. Well, apparently he turned into fucking Joe Montana overnight because he was slinging the fucking rock around. There's a lot to be happy if you're an Eagles fan. It's just hard to see that. I mean, they're going to be a wagon for a while. They're going to have to pay some guys here soon. Uh, I I believe Gannon just – he's gone. I think he's got a new job. So – there's going to be some turnover there, and you're up 10 points. You know, that's the other thing. It's it's 10 points. It's not 30. You know, it's a football game. But you got to feel pretty good about what's going on there. I'm the curious to see how the Eagles D coordinator does, because uh, I think he just got hired today to coach the Cardinals. and That's what he, it was, the Cardinals, yes. Yeah, he – I mean, they had the most cake, cake, cake schedule all season long, and so – I don't know. Dude played a real team and just got out coached like crazy. So I wonder how really? he's coaching the whole team, not just the defense, but I'm sure he'll have a lot of say in the D. But I'm as a Niner fan, I'm not really afraid that he's coming to the division. And 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 meanwhile, Benamin can't get a sniff from KC. Nobody wants to give yeah. this fucking guy a job. That's weird. I know Niners lose a D coordinator every two years. It sucks. It's kind of like hard to like. All that guy's done is show up. If you talk to anybody, like they said in the Jacksonville game, he saw something in their defense, relayed that message to the offense. Like he's doing a bunch of shit, and they just keep moving the, you know, they just keep moving the goalpost on him as far as like why he's not qualified. But at the end of the day, I think he's just happy. What's that? Has he spoken? Has he spoken out like he wants to move up? Like is he is he just happy because they're just a dynasty right now? Is that? No, he's take. I mean, he's taking interviews. I mean, yeah. like here's the thing: he's not Steve Spagnola, who's who's gotten a shot and has said, you know what? Maybe I'll just be a D coordinator. What's the other guy? I can't believe him. Is uh, Wade Phillips? He's another one. I know he got shots, but there's some guys who are just better coordinators. Yeah. Uh, I didn't you know, know if he was just happy. I'd almost be just like. I know you want to take it to the next level. You're obviously competitive, want to lead a team. But, I mean, man, that's a special place to be with Mahomes and Reed right now. You're absolutely absolutely right. And maybe – and everyone's mindset's a little different. Maybe he is. What was the Steelers D coordinator for fucking 9,000 years, right? Yeah. I can't remember his name. 
That's terrible. I can't remember his name. But anyone, anyone's names. No, I don't. But he he's a legend. But um, I was just I was shocked by like the way that I thought Philly's game plan was perfect. They kept fucking Pat Mahomes off the field the whole first half. They take the ball, they score on the first drive, and then I mean for a while there, you're just like, um, it's just gotten to be not a game because the offense is non-existent for KC because they're not on the field one. And then two, when they're on the field, they only I think I mean there wasn't really much action there. You had the you had the scoop and score on that fumble. It was, you know, so it's the game looked like, all right, this is going to be a Philly thing, but it all comes back to Patrick Mahomes and the weapons and the second-half adjustments. I thought it was an awesome game. I thought Riri killed it, Rye. What did you think of the halftime show? Yeah, she did all right. The, the big conversation in this house was that she's pregnant again. Fredos, every woman on yeah. the planet that was watching that game was like, they all said it in 1.2 seconds, at least all the women we were with. They're yeah. like pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. I was like, you've all owned that outfit probably because you've all had children or whatever. But apparently, yeah, like the cameraman got called out or something because at the end he panned away and she was and she was supposed to like actually put her hand on her baby bump. Oh, yeah, that's what that's what my wife told me. So there's somebody who will probably get fired. Um, yeah. Another person who's going to get fired is the person who invented that fucking grass. Yeah. Why why are we I can we just stick with the traditional grass? Like the yeah. turf kill I understand it's a it's a huge, huge cost because you gotta bring sod in, you gotta do this, turf is this. That, I hate your thing. stadium. Yeah. I hate I hate your stadium. I hate it. I feel I like get everyone it. gets hurt when they go play in New York. Like it, that thing the, is brutal. The amount of slipping that was going on on that field, it reminded me of uh like Playing an old like pickup basketball game where no one's like, you know, swept the court. You're sliding yeah, all just, over. It was the a sweaty YMCA. Yeah, exactly. It was just it was that was that was a real concern. I mean, I know both teams have to play on it, but it's like, dude, why are we trying something new for the fucking Super Bowl? How about you yeah. run that shit out for fucking I don't know preseason or a college game or some bullshit? You're not gonna put Pat Mahomes almost got hurt. Yeah. And those guys and those guys put up seventy something points on that that surface. It's pretty True. awesome. But those are two electric offenses at the same yeah. time. I thought the halftime show was good, <laughs> um, but it is always just weird as fuck. Why are famous people so fucking weird all the time? Like 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 Uber. Like Juju people. wearing a dress? Huh? Like Juju showing up in a dress? You mean like that weird? I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Dennis Rodman used to do it. If you look at Russell Westbrook, we'll walk in the fucking NBA arena. I'm not sure what he's dressed in day to day. He's he's where he's been yeah. dressed to do a thing. I don't care so much about the dress thing. It's just like, what were all the, what were all those like white Michelin men things dancing around? What the fuck, what, what, what were we watching there? Yeah, um, one of the best jokes was that's ASAP Rocky sperms. <laughs> That is that's pretty good. Yeah. I made a coronavirus joke, did not land, did not <laughs> land. Uh, it just kind of looked like blood cells or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, I thought the halftime show was good. Uh, I was thinking though, like, what do you think the weight limit is on one of those things that was hovering? Because like, you know, those cables are tight. But I was watching those guys dance and those women dance on those things, and I was like, I don't think 
No. Granted, there's nobody our size up there, but two people have to be at least 300 pounds, right? Yeah, I mean, they got to be tested for like a like a thousand pounds easy just to be safe. They didn't I mean, test the grass. We could go up together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could go. That's the big like, guys could perform at halftime and go all the way up to the top. A joke my buddies like to make is when we get in an elevator. Sometimes they'll just they'll like, "Hey, Tone, weight limit's fifteen hundred pounds," and that that's funny every time, but it hurts every time a little bit too. Yeah, come on, guys. Um, but yeah, I thought the halftime show was good. I thought the football game was good. I was happy we got a good game. Um, one thing I was going to say is I I the commercials sucked. I, yeah, I don't really remember many of them. I mean, I was drinking too, but I, I don't remember. Just stuff in Venus Williams or Serena Williams. I can't remember down our throats. You can't take the Al Pacino speech, dub it over. By the way, I fucking hate that AI technology where I can take you can take someone's voice. Yeah, and just it's fucking weird. Yeah, you can, can draw face the line. You can do whatever you want. You can do literally. You can do whatever you want because they, you know, it goes into porn too. It's crazy. Excuse me? Face swapping. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, I didn't think of that. But that is it's just a fucking weird thing. It skeeves me out. I'm like, I saw like Elon Musk posted something the other day and he was talking like Brad Pitt or something. And I was like, yeah. that doesn't add up. It's some weird shit. It is weird. What, what was my point though? I don't know. Why Serena Williams is it, it's Serena, I think. Why That's is she so much more famous it, than her sisters? Because she better. I, I can't remember which sister it was, but that was it was it's too good of a speech to do a like a, a commercial of that speech. She's they set her up for failure, is what I'm saying. I yeah, thought her yeah. commercials sucked. That's that's a tough one to live up to. I love the dog commercial. Did you see the dog commercial? I don't know, maybe. What, what I, was it? I, I had to step outside. It was like Marley and me all over again. Like I just <laughs> oh, it starts God. out fucking unbelievable. You're like, oh look at the little lab. And then you slowly see the commercial like, oh, this is like the girl grows up with the dog and she's moving on with her life and the dog's getting older. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to smoke, guys. I'll be back in a minute, you know? Um, the um, I always say I'm going to watch the commercials and pay more attention to them, but that is such a good time to just eat so much food that I can't. I'm so focused on the food that I can't. <laughs> it's true. I, I try to normally do both. Um it's clearly Patrick Mahomes' league now. Five years, two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs, two MVPs, uh, five AFC Championship games, three Super Bowls he's been to. He's just a fucking stud, and I think they'll do everything to keep the core of that together. Um, yeah. You know, so Frank and Jones keep those. I mean, they got weapons on both sides of the ball. They played great. It was an awesome Super Bowl. The last thing I'll say about the Super Bowl – I, I was a little chummy. It was a little, it was a little sad. It was a little sour sap, I guess, on Sunday between the dog commercial, the Kelsey mother, Mrs. Kelsey, I guess we'll call her. Is that like? Did you see any of the clips of her, like with her sons? Yeah. What about it? Are the best. Are yeah. I mean, she's just, she's just the ability to turn it on and off. Like she hugs Travis Kelsey, and she's tears of joy. She's so happy for him. Just fucking. Euro steps over to Jason Kelsey and she's like, I'm sorry, honey. You know, just unbelievable situational awareness for Ma there. Yeah, yeah. Jason, she seems pretty awesome. Awesome. The whole family seems awesome. They got an awesome yeah. podcast too. But and then Jason Kelsey, all fucking class, just says to his mother, he's like, Go celebrate with Travis. I'll, I'll talk to you guys. 
Yeah. It was just it was just a cool like moment. Those guys will have that forever. I thought it was cool. It was one of those you know sports moments you don't get. And the other thing is too is who the fuck would you spend seven million dollars on a commercial? That's how much these commercials cost at the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's a little insane. What the fuck is that noise? Yeah, I thought it was great. Andy Reid uh, gets another ring, kind of cements himself now as, you know, there's not a lot of guys, and he's got a real chance here to maybe get another one, get two more, you know. So he's on Legacy Watch as well. Um, the city of Philadelphia is still just a bunch of dirtbags. Win or lose, they just burn their city down. And they burn Yeah, they were flipping cars. They're smashing their TVs off the wall. It's just like much hard to root for that. It was hard to root for that. But again, Super Bowl 57, the NFL season in the books. Um, I have nothing else to add except for I'm hoping for a big Giants offseason. I'm hoping for a receiver. I'm hoping for a linebacker. And I'm telling you what, it's got, you know, we got Kyle Chups. I'm hoping for a quarterback. Yeah, you do. You you might have had four Super Bowls in a row if you had a quarterback for five. I'm just really hoping for one. I'd like for one to play more than ten games. Can that happen? Yeah, that'd be cool. Good luck to you on that. Well, yeah. listen, Ryan, that was the NFL season, buddy, and uh, we'll get back at it soon. But next up, we've got this week in the world, Ryan. It's been a wild one. Are you ready, Ryan? This week yeah. in the world. Hold your breath, okay? I got a lot to say about this stuff. This is great. We got UFOs all over the fucking place. You know I had to start there. We have shot down four UFOs in like five fucking days or eight days or something like that, but we shot three down in a row. You think that's what they are? So that's what they're saying. So are you familiar with this? You have to be familiar with this. Yeah, I've been been trying to follow along a little bit here. This piques my interest. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. So... My whole thing with this is, I don't even know if I believe it. Like, we just went from never shooting UFOs down to now we're just fucking shooting them down. And here's the other thing. You mean to tell me we're winning? I don't think so. We got things that are going from fucking zero to 100,000 miles an hour and like the snap of a finger. We're just shooting those down. We're beating those things. I think we're at war with Russia and China, and there's not tell us. I think that's what's going on, and I'm pretty I mean, sure these little. I think don't these tell little, us shit. How would we know? I think these little balloons they keep sending over. It's like the it's the classic like, hey kid, get on all fours, bark like a dog. The whole team looks over there, and you got an easy layup. I think they're just sending balloons over here to see what we do, how we shoot them down, how long is it taking? Those things are just floating around the fucking. North America, and we're not doing anything? I don't fucking know. Then they tell us, don't worry, guys, there's no alien threat. Well, then why are you telling us you're shooting UFOs at it? If it's not an alien, then that means it has to be... Who's they, though? Like, who's who's saying it? That's the part. Like, is it just, like, these fucking weird accounts, or is it, like, no, actually no, NASA? No, it's, like... it's the press secretary I'm talking, like, the, actual, like the White House, who's, like, yeah. briefing. She fucking so, lies all the time. They, yeah, they, they, and they do lie. And she even said she's like, "There's only so much we can tell you. We're still in the process of recovering stuff." But there's just a bunch of different shit that's been going on, and it's all on top of one another. So, the UF, the balloon stuff, 
that happens. And then they tell us like, no, guys, there's balloons. There's balloons when Trump was around. There's just, there's always been balloons. You guys just you don't look up. There's always been balloons. Why and why are they saying they can't retrieve anything? It's like, yeah, you can't. You can you can zoom in on my asshole from outer space. There's no. <laughs> you can definitely retrieve these things. So why are you saying you can't retrieve yeah. them? That seems a little weird. Uh, of all the things to zoom in on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of which, these... I, had, I was thinking probing. Fair. But, um, <laughs> then there's this other thing happening in Ohio. I don't know if that's going to come up. That's co- that's coming yeah. up. So this is kind of whole. This is my. So my conspiracy theory hat goes on, right? Like earlier on in the year, we hear about like all these power plants and grids going down. Oddly, you know, happening consecutively. Then we hear the airports fucking just we just are putting planes down. Then we're shooting balloons out of the sky. Now we're shooting UFOs out of the sky. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah, they, we had uh, a soccer game on at work day, a PSG game, and they're like they they apologize during the broadcast and they're like, We're sorry for the quality and blah blah blah. Like this is a problem that's going on worldwide. And it's like I've never heard anyone say that in a broadcast ever. No, no. What is happening? And the other thing is too is like so all of that's happening all of that very serious i mean we're not trying to get too political here saudi arabia and china are having fucking lunch meetings that's not great for us by the way and they're doing a whole currency thing i don't even want to get into that right now but i, I just like it's it's hard, on your mind it's always on my mind i'm a crazy yeah. person but the whole thing with this ufo stuff is this we went for 80 years not shooting these fucking things down and now we're just now we're choosing to shoot them down. And the reason you're telling us is because they're invading our airspace, and it's it's a it's a danger to civilian air uh, traffic. Dude, shut the fuck up. We're not five years old, okay? Those things have been doing this forever. And they t- and then they lie to us and they say like, no, there's just a there's just an uptick. They've you know they've yeah, always but you're, yeah, but you're not five years old. Like they also told you to wear ten masks, and people did. And like those people are the five year olds, but unfortunately, that's the majority of the people. Like a lot of people are stupid. Well, I was stupid. I thought I had to get all that shit so I could go to Saratoga and bet on the horses. And then I get there, and they're like, "Oh, you got your vax card? Yeah, it's free admission." And I was like, "Well, well yeah. I thought I had to fucking get this thing to come in here." I don't. Well, you mean the index card that anyone yeah. could just write on with? any pen in the world that exactly so there's a ton going on with that that's spooky we see all these cell phone uh videos um f-22s or whatever we're just shooting shit down willy-nilly and then like i said the power grid goes down we down air flights then we shoot four of these things down in a row and it just keeps happening in north in like in canada and north america or I'm sorry, Canada and America it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. It feels like there's something going on that we'll probably never know about until it's until we're all dead. Yeah, but, which probably leads right into the Ohio thing, which should be probably the number one story on every single channel. So not only should that be, Ohio train blows up. They had protests for fucking. So a bunch of different protests trying to get this equipment upgraded because the railroad system is it's a real thing. And it's always it's still used quite a bit in middle America, and most of the country, honestly. We have a lot here. For sure. And yeah. it moves a bunch of different stuff. You guys know what trains do, but the equipment is so old. They were complaining about brakes and, and the quality of their, their stuff. Well, um, 
it blew up, crashed, blew up, and fucking polyvinyl chloride is in the fucking air, among other types of nuclear things. Some people think this is like a Chernobyl type effect. Uh, they told people they'd go back to their homes. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't stay in my fucking home. When, well, the, I mean, when the animals are dying, you're like, oh, so probably shouldn't like, stay here. All the fish are dead. Like all the fucking doomsday scenarios you see, they just things are dropping dead. Yeah, they're like ten miles away. All like chickens are dying and stuff. And like, yeah. and I know um, that. Like this is just on Twitter. Like maybe some of the shit's fake, but there, I think there's too much of it to just like not. I mean, the pictures are real. You see the the fucking cloud of shit over, just spreading throughout the no, atmosphere no. above them. <laughs> that no, those are real. That's on. Yeah, I say that. We live in a day and age. Where there is so much fucking information, but zero information, all wrapped in one. Because I don't know what the fuck's going on or who you can listen to. Well, yeah, and you can fake so many things. You can fake these videos. You could fake that cloud. You could fake anything. It's like, that's it's so weird now that you can't really trust anything. You have to go like 10 steps into it and like verify everything along the way in order to even think to believe it. It's weird. There's just so much shit that happens. Like... And, and you are right. This this Ohio thing is just not on the fucking news. And like, people who know me are close to me. I always like if I, I've always liked the UFO thing or whatever. But I've always just been like, why does no one care about this? I thought that like, no one cares. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. I think people are starting to care now because, dude, we don't shoot stuff down in the United States of America. Period. It just doesn't happen. We haven't like, nine eleven happened, but before that, civil war. Like we're not. We're not shooting stuff down, and we're just shooting right. shit down. So it's just weird. It's odd to me. What's also it's odd to me is a fucking green laser beam over the Hawaiian Islands that just appears out of nowhere. Um, no, that I saw. I saw an explanation for that. Oh yeah, the Chinese satellite. That makes fucking sense. On what fucking planet are we talking? What are we talking? No, it about? wasn't. It wasn't that. It was like a real scientific explanation of how that could happen. I read yeah. something. I, I'm too dumb to to, to say it back. To <laughs> That's you, but... fair. And let's just say it's true. Who the fuck's going to believe it when all this other shit's going on, you know? So Yeah, like a train crazy. really did explode, and that cloud looks like a fucking nuke landed. But why? That's what I don't get. Like, isn't that probably the number one disaster, like, in our in our lifetime? Like, of obviously, I mean, you have since 9-11. I mean, 9-11 was the worst thing in our lifetime, personally, in our 30-whatever years. But this seems like the fallout of that, if it's reaching 10, 20 mile radius around these things, yeah. reaching big cities, that would be like, that would be huge. That would it's kill a, so many people. It's a huge problem. Ohio's like a, you know, the meat and potatoes of the United States, if you will. There's so much that goes on in that state that contributes to the rest of the country. And the other part of it, too, is to your point, like we just won't know how bad this is until like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years until you have cancer of the fucking nostril. Like something just, you know, there's a bunch of that's a real thing that's gonna happen. People are yeah. going to get sick, people are gonna die from it. That's why I'm saying I'm just not going back there. You take that radius, how many people live there? I think they should all leave. How could you go to your house and have those black clouds over your house and just think like, oh yeah, my kids can go out and play? Yeah, fuck no. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's scary. And we haven't heard about it. What we also haven't heard from is where's the fucking president? Dude, you might want to just chime in here 
and say you can't say anything. I know, I know you shouldn't talk bad about a sitting president, but this fucking guy, dude, you might want to speak up. The world's fucking crumbling. People are wondering what's going on. You're just like, I told him to shoot that fucking thing down Wednesday. It's like, well, that's sir. We have more questions. Come back and fucking. No, he's he's, he's completely yeah, incoherent. He's, he's 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 out the lunch. Fucking poor guy. But listen, that happened. That's that's a lot going on this week in the world. Um, the other thing I was going to say too is the earthquake in Turkey. That was another one. So, like, there's just been oh, crazy yeah. like, disaster after disaster after disaster. And I say disaster, I mean stuff shooting out of the sky. But, like, this turkey thing, not good. I felt terrible. That's like fucking 30,000 people dead. Um, and, and who knows? Probably still counting and whatnot. But this week in the world was nothing fun. It was nothing no, fun. No, it's sad. It's sad. It's scary. And you don't know what to believe. And it's just a little – it's interesting. All of it's interesting. I, you don't – it's just crazy. It is. I'll tell you what, though. I know, and I know people listening to are doing this. My eyeballs are just in the sky. I'm just, I'm just looking up. I'm like, <laughs> how can't you? Everything. I think I see. I think I'm pretty sure I saw four UFOs today. I don't know. Yeah, it's I drove crazy. underneath train tracks today, and I was just like, "This light better turn fucking green." <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. The, I will say this. I mean, it's all super scary. And 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 listen, the the stuff, the flying objects. That is what it is. The train problem is just a lack of fucking – that's just that, – somebody needs to get in a lot of trouble for that because – and I, I don't know, like I said, I'm too dumb for this, but like at some point you have to update your equipment no matter what you are. And they didn't do it and bills didn't get passed and there was protests and there was this and that. When, when It's almost like the Southwest thing, obviously not as big, but when older equipment – causes something this fucking terrible it's too late and it was avoidable and you could have fixed it and they didn't fix it and, yeah and sometimes i'll stop at a train or I'll, I'll go through train tracks up here like you know 20 times in a year and then like one time and i'll look at them and be like man these things are ratty and then yeah. like, and then one time i'll go down that road and i'll have to stop because the train's going by and i'm just thinking like holy shit i can't believe a train is on those tracks like that is it's crazy, right? It like that would work, yeah. And, and you know what? Like we, like you do put your trust in, like you know, the subway systems and stuff like that. There's just stuff you do take for granted that, like you know, infrastructure is a real problem, and for in this country at least. But like that was a that that was just one of those things when you saw it, you were like, oh my god, that's scary. Oh my god, what's going to happen next? And then why did this happen? Like that, this should, this is, get the guy some breaks, right? I mean, it's, it's like if they, I don't know if this is true, but they're saying it's like civil war, like equipment, like that age. I'm pretty sure it's an exaggeration, but like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. We'll never know. We'll never we know. won't. It was a crazy week in the world, Ryan. Um, but listen, do you have anything to add? Anything? Do you have any good news from this week in the world? No. All right. Awesome. Right, let's move, let's I will. Um, so I have a random thought later. It ties back into this. I don't want to. I don't want to bring the pod back down, but I think it's a good conversation to have. All right, no, we'll talk about it after uh, college hoops. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So listen, Ryan. College hoops. Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes down, and the game is tied. Creighton is currently. 
going to double OT. Oh, uh, I, didn't, I, didn't bet tonight. I know I took Monday off. I, I bet again today. Illinois lost. We're going to a second OT here in Creighton. And it's a good spot to it's a good spot to start. It's a good spot to start because I've been saying it now. We're getting later in the season where teams in good conferences are beating each other up. They're getting tired. And this is a perfect example. This game's been a war back and forth, back and forth. The Big East, the Big 12, you know, the Big 10, these teams just beat the shit out of each other. And I'm telling you right now, I know we said it last week, you got to get some teams to win on the road. And that's what yeah. I'm really paying attention to here. And this Creighton game right now is a big one. Michigan's playing Wisconsin tonight. They're on the road. You, you, these teams. Kansas are, on the road. I wanted to see Kansas on the road tonight. That's a big one. And that line's super fishy, right? It's only like minus two. And, and I, yeah. I hate this. I, I hate to sound redundant, but we're just getting in that point of the season where it's going to get harder, guys, because games are going to get tighter. People, there, there are a lot of bubble teams right now. Like, they're, we're going to see a lot. Like, conference championships obviously matter. But these games, an 18th-ranked Creighton going to a 24-ranked Providence, winning on the road is so fucking big because nobody is winning on the road. Nobody. Yeah. It's crazy. So I'm really paying attention to this stuff right now. I know you didn't bet tonight, but what were your takeaways uh, from this past week of basketball? We had some good games. Um, looking forward to, rather. I enjoyed it. What I'm looking forward to would be um, all my outrights that I got here. I'm up to to 19. Yeah, that's right. Um, But I feel good about them. Like, they're all made with a thought in mind. Um, And then I, you know, like reading all the bracketology articles as recent as today, uh, I think out of 19, I have, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven that should be guaranteed to get in, and then another one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So uh, 17 out of 19 that should get in. Um, and then on the outside looking in, I have Wisconsin and New Mexico, who just seem to be shit in the bed. Um, okay. But yeah. I, I feel good about what I have, and I'm only in for, like, less than two and a half units, and, and the minimum it bring back is over 10 units. So I'm feeling good about it. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm somebody who thinks like, you know, you, 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 I don't like to play that many. I like to wait. No one, no, no one does. I'm fucking. No, no. But I I, like, I, so I, people have asked me if I put futures in so far. I have two, I have Indiana and I have Texas. Yeah. Um, but I I have Texas at like 22 to one, I think. That's what they are now, yeah. Yeah, so I uh, yeah, I didn't get it that early, but what I, that's actually to my point. I, I I do like to wait a little bit. I'll take shorter prices to to at least in my own brain have like a little bit more of a feel. If you're gonna take some earlier shots and earlier in the season, yeah, I guess I get I get you sprinkle it. But I think um, I think that we're gonna be tournament select or uh, selection Sundays. I think in four weeks, so. Yeah. A lot of big games will be coming up. Um, one team that I'm, I'm curious to see how they bounce back is Iowa State. Yeah, I know you have them as a future too, but they've been beat up here a little bit, had some tough games, lost to West Virginia in a tough game. Um, but at the end of the day, 
<clears throat> I think it's gonna be a wild, 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 wild March Madness. And yeah, I think anyone can win. And you look at the strength of schedule, like we were talking about the you know Kansas and Oklahoma State, and like Oklahoma State's not even ranked right now, but they're playing playing that conference is insane. I mean, it they is, are it's so tough. good traveling to these places and playing these teams like. It's just insanity. So I, I don't even care if you're like ranked top 25 when you went to the tournament. You can – anyone can take this thing home. They travel well like you're saying. They'll be fine. I was lucky enough to get Iowa State at 100 to 1 back when I got it. But that's sure. why I kind of like going early because you only need to sprinkle something on that to, to have it come home to you. Yeah, TCU loses. Iowa State loses. Like those teams who are kind of looking pretty good early on. Get some value. They've slipped a little bit. A team like Baylor looks like, hey, we're pretty fucking good again, guys. Take a look at us. But Alabama right now is the clear cut. We are the number one team in the country. Uh, Houston's good. Houston's a very good second. Purdue, I think, is a, a distant third, obviously. They're ranked third. But, like, I think Alabama and Houston, at least to me, have shown they're probably the two wagons right now. I know a lot of people get on Houston because of the conference and this, that, and the other, but Houston's been good for, like, the last three fucking years. They have a, a well-oiled machine there. But I was really impressed by Alabama. Uh, just beating Yeah, Bama's my number one right now. Like my In my ranks, my top three are well, Bama, Kansas, Texas. They're number one in the country, right? So I would hope that's yeah, yeah, that's where I know. Like, but I but I'm different somewhere. Like, I don't really like Houston that much. Like, there's no way I'll bet on them to win it. Um, Fair enough. I have I have Creighton four, Connecticut five. I know that's way. Different Where do you have UCLA? Uh, UCLA right now. I have them eighth. Eighth. Okay, I think that's fair. Yeah. So, like that's where that's why I mentioned. I know I know Bama's one that sounded dumb, but like I am different other places. That's why I was kind of reading more of them. Hey guys, listen up. I'm thinking this Alabama squad's pretty yeah. surreal. Like Pat Mahomes next year, run it back, right, boys? <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, so college hoops, it's, uh, we're getting to the point of season where, like I said, teams are seeing each other a little bit. We're getting more tired, a little more banged up. And these conferences, it's just something to keep an eye on moving forward. Um, you know, I, like I said, I, I bet on Michigan tonight against uh, Wisconsin. I, I just don't trust Wisconsin offense, but Michigan's one of those teams that I was talking about, like, they need to make a move. And they've been playing great ball, you know, uh, except for last game against fucking Indiana where they didn't score for the last five minutes and ten seconds of that game, and we lose by two, three points. Don't cover, but more importantly, yeah. they, they needed to win that basketball game. That would have been a ginormous resume win for them. That stung. Need to go on a run. Um, I don't know. I think we've – I think I think we're going to see a lot – I think there's a lot to come still, obviously, which which there's a ton of season left. But like a team like West Virginia, I've bet against them the last couple of times, and I love them at home. But I think they could be a really good tournament team yeah. because they, they. But they're just they're just they're in a gauntlet right now on their schedule. So what do you think about Miami? Didn't they just go to North Carolina and beat them? Yeah, I'm not impressed by. I, I like Miami, but I'm not impressed by UNC at all uh, this yeah, year. Yeah, neither, neither um, am I. So that, that might not my, be a great one, but. But I think Miami is a good team. I think Miami is a good squad. Uh, what are they ranked? Seventeenth, thirteenth. That I do not know. Um, I don't know. Fifteenth. <laughs> Excuse me. No, the team I'm still really impressed with is Indiana. I think Indiana has the dudes to make a run, and and I think. 
They're one of my regrets. I told I told the my brothers I, they were fifty to one when I first made my first outrights, and I was like, man, I'm tempted to do Indiana at fifty, and I freaking should have because they're probably what down to twenty now or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you got teams like a, a Florida Atlantic; they crack the top twenty-five. You know, so and like, I, listen, there's a lot of parity in college basketball. It's not just your blue chippers coming coming in anymore. So anybody's game. Um, really hope we get this crate at home, but. You have anything to add for college hoops? You got any matchups you're looking forward to this weekend? No, I haven't looked yet, but I'll post. You know, whatever. I'm sure I'll be playing. So, got a lot of NASCAR this weekend. NCAA. Yeah, we're gonna talk um, about some NASCAR. I know we got the Daytona 500 coming up. We have some more golf stuff. We're gonna talk about. Um, oh, Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Where are my oh, thank you? Yeah, we um we don't really do we don't really do much. We went to my grandmother's house and had some dinner over there, and we brought her. Some uh, like these heart shaped chocolate things. So, oh, nice. Yeah, she'll, she'll love it. One mat, one matchup I'm looking forward to on Saturday. Um, you know, past the Valentine's Day now, but it'll be it'll be Iowa State, and, and they're go, they're going to Kansas State. This will be a big this will be a big tell for us, right? If this is one of those teams, because this is what I was saying earlier. You got to get a big road win here soon. You got to have that in your bag, and we just haven't seen teams get it. That's a game I'm looking forward to on Saturday. Iowa State goes to Kansas State. Surely will be a good matchup. Oh yeah. And then I always like watching. I can't bet on it, but I always like watching the Duke Syracuse game. I don't know if it's the colors or whatever, but I like that game to watch and whatnot. But yeah, that's, I wish that's we could bet on New York teams. I mean, that would be great. Yeah, and then at 8 o'clock Saturday, uh, Michigan State comes to Michigan, so I'm excited for that. I'll be I'll be watching that game. But Iowa Saturday State, night, you said? Yeah, Iowa State, nice. uh, Kansas State. I'm excited to watch that game. I, I think that would be a good basketball game. And yeah, that would be match fun. Up pretty good. Sweet. Yeah, Saturday night, the uh, Xfinity race. Put that on with some basketball side-by-side. Side. Be a, be a nice yeah. 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 Listen, that was college hoops. You got anything to add to hoops? No, we're good. All right. I'll, I'll, I guess what I'll end with is Auburn sucks. And the SEC basketball does not scare me a little bit. No, uh, not at all. Well, listen, that was college hoops. Right. You know what's next? It's everybody's favorite segment, Ryan's Random Thoughts. You're a weird guy, Ace. Weird guy. All right. So I only have – I just have one this week, and I, I kind of knew where, where this week in the world was going to go. And this is a thought that I've had for a while, but I want to know, like, if you think it's crazy, is that do you think it's crazy to invest in an underground bunker? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I need your honest answer. And they're, they start at, like, you know, like 450K. So you've looked into it. Got it. Um, yeah. They range from about 450, 480 to like 1.5. If I had enough money, why the fuck not? Just, you know, why not? But. Yeah. I think like for my for my size family, I would just, I wouldn't need like, I would just need to spend like 500,000. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it would ever do. I, if, I feel like. I think you're grossly underestimating the cost of what that's gonna. Be. I, I really do. I mean, it's gotta it's gotta withstand like a nuclear fucking bomb, right? Like you're talking about like the hope. 
Like, hope you wouldn't spend, I mean, I guess you wouldn't care if you spend 500K and it kills you. What's that? If you spend 500K and it kills you, you're not going to care anyways. You're dead. It's <laughs> a good point. But if you spend a million and you live, you'd be like, man, it's a good yeah, bargain. I don't, I, is it a good idea? I don't know. I mean, if you live, yeah. I mean, I guess so. I just don't know. Like I said, I think I wouldn't want to half-ass it. You know, I, I'm not some guy like in a deer stand in the fucking woods and I got booby traps all over. Like, that's not no, me. these things have, you know, air and toilets and like everything. But like they're they're made to withstand something like that for the amount of time you would need to stay under. Says who? Like, that's the other thing I have questions about. Like, I don't know. People that are smarter than me. I, I just I don't know. It, like, it's it been feels... thought out. They think of how much air and how much, you know, food and water you, you can do on your own. But. I don't know. It feels a little snake oil salesman-y to me. Like, how the fuck? Like, what kind of test are you running? Nuclear fucking durability test on, on the walls of this place? That's that's what I was thinking too. Is like, you know, they install it. Like, what if you get a leak or something? Like, there's no like, where, where <laughs> yeah, you call? You call a fucking plumber to come post-apocalyptic plumber. <laughs> yeah, that, that guy's hourly rate is outrageous. By yeah. the way, that's oh man. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. What's the cell service like in that bitch? Or do you not yeah. have them because the world will be over, so you won't need it? Yeah, you, you won't need that. You're not calling anyone. You're just down there hanging out. Listen, a month, ago, be down there. a month ago, I would have said you're a complete idiot, but we've got green lights in the sky. We've got fucking UFOs everywhere. The airports were shut down. Power grids are down. We got fucking Ohio trains is falling all over the place. So, yeah, I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's a terrible idea, right? Yeah, and like it might sound crazy for our lifetime, but like you got to think, you know, at some point some shit's gonna go down. So even if it's like for your kids' kids, like no, I I I listen. The again, I don't know what to believe, but like yeah, the all this ends and they just start shit over again. I feel like you know they're like these people are really fucking up down there, and they just poo, they throw a little, you know. Yeah, asteroid down. I don't, I don't think we're doing good. So I, like, I, I, I think we suck. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we're good either. I don't. I don't think we're good either. Like, so right now, money, you know, a lot of people don't have that kind of money to just blow and like, and definitely like, my wife's not gonna let me do it. So um, I don't know, but it's something that I've brought up to her, and yeah. and she says no, and so <laughs> here we are. But I don't yeah. know. Like, if I was a single guy. I don't know if I would like. Entertain the idea. Be alive by myself. I'd, I'd want to meet the salesman. I, I want to know because we do sales. Like I want to, I want to see the guy. I want, how'd you get into this? Oh, I want to see. I would have. Yeah. I would know in eight seconds if that guy was for real. Like, That's what I'm saying. It'd be. It'd be. What fun. do I got to do to get you in this doomsday bunker today, Anthony's like, nope. Get the fuck away from me, you <laughs> fucking filthy fuck. I can. Yeah. I can smell that guy. Yeah. Uh, we've got a great package going on uh, nuclear beds this week. Like, what the fuck, dude? I don't want yeah. anything to do with that guy. I'm about to lose this Creighton bet. We're going to go 0 2 to start. We've got Michigan at 9 o'clock. Damn it. Not a great start. I don't think I'm going to invest. What I will what I will say, this is about this is is Michigan this on the road. I'm sorry? Is Michigan on the road tonight? Yeah. They're in Wisconsin. Well, they're playing right now. Yeah, they're playing right now. Yeah, all right. Yeah, they're playing right now. Um, the other thing I was going to say is, and this is kind of like a fat guy move, 
the, as much as I'll do for like doomsday prep is like, all right, I'm gonna go grab some more snacks and some waters and some yeah. toiletries, you know, some shit like that. But like, you know, I I basically prepare for the end of the world how people prepare for like snowstorms, <laughs> you know, just like probably yeah, that's what I mean. Like a couple days. Yeah, it'd be tough. It'd be tough to figure everything out. I th- I think like what people. I think people just think you're kind of crazy though when you bring it up. But like, if someone told me they were doing that, I'll just say, "All right, brother, dude." No, listen. There's a lot of stuff that people will say you're crazy for until it's until they need it or until it's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'll be pissed. I'll be pissed when you prove yourself right and I'm wrong. Yeah, dude. You know, uh, do you ever hear story of Bradley Cooper? People told him he was ugly when he was a kid. I think it's a bullshit story because he was just like, they show the picture of him when he's a teenager. He's beautiful. I was yeah. like, I don't know. And, then, and he said it was like a real complex until he got famous. That's when people were like, wow, you're beautiful. I yeah. don't know if I believe that either, but just made me think of that. But I don't know. I, I'm just like, like I said, I just want to get my snacks up, have some chocolate in the house, you know, and and like I said, if, it, if the day comes where they, they call it quits on us, right? What are you gonna do? You know, nothing you can do. You have a family, so you're probably trying to do something. But yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to do a bunker, but yeah. I got denied. Well, oh, well, I'm sorry. That's what I was gonna say too. You, you have this like they say you're crazy or whatever. Well, there's a lot of people. UFOs used to be crazy. Used to be a fucking wackadoo if you believed in in UFOs flying around in Area 51. You were a fucking crazy person. Well, guess what? Not so fucking crazy now, is it, Ryan? Okay? <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I think it's a little crazy to think that we're the only ones around. I mean, that's there's some there's some shit out there. It's there's no whoever, way there's we're just a little speck in the whoever story. whoever does think that is just an asshole. He's just yeah. an asshole. And he wants to whoever thinks that we're the only living beings in the fucking universe is just somebody who's looking for like clicks. He's just he's like a potster. That guy's yeah. an asshole. There's, there's, you just can't convince me otherwise. Yeah, it's kind of fun to think something else is out there. I got to tell you, though, let's just say I did survive the doomsday fucking in your bunker or whatever. Yeah, or I got in my bunker. bunker. Yeah, that's, that's you can come in my bunker any day. <laughs> Sounds gay, but it's yeah. not if you're best friends. Listen, I've got 14 waters and 32 boxes of tissue. <laughs> yeah, and we're back on Oreos. I got a bunch of Oreos. <laughs> No, what I was going to say is, like, I'm not the guy who's going to be able to, like, help rebuild civilization. That's not my lane. So let's just say I am one of these 15 fucking people who got a bunker, and they come out, and they're, like, asking, like, what your skills are because you're the 15 people who have to, like, start the world over again. Yeah. I am 14th or 15th on that list. I have to be. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty good at betting NASCAR. I- a nail, a hammer, screwdrivers? What the fuck am I going to do with those? I can't build anything. Yeah. And I really just gamble on stuff. And if the world's over, I'm not going to be college hoop. So I don't know if I want to be a part of the last 15. That's sad. Yes, it is do. sad. There's, an, there's a show called The 100 on the CW. It's like from 12 years ago. Yeah, I thought I, about watching that. Is that good? It is good. It is good. It's. I mean, it's... It's a little too real right now, I think, because I feel like we're all about to die. But, uh, yeah, it's a great show. Yeah. Did you ever watch The Last Man on Earth? I, I did. That's funny. 
Is it funny? I'll have to look at that. The guy from SNL who plays McGruber, that dude. Oh, that guy is funny. Yeah, I haven't watched. Wolf I haven't watched anything in fucking forever because I'm just watching sports and you know watching basketball, this, that, and the other. What did you watch last night? Didn't night off last night? I ended up uh, watching uh, Ancient Apocalypse. Um, it's the Graham Hancock. Uh, yeah. Do you, know, do you know who that is? It's yeah. Herbie Hancock. <laughs> yeah, I watched about seven episodes of that. Um, I can listen to that guy's voice. He can talk about nonsense. He's talk, he doesn't even make sense. He's just got a really cool voice. Yeah. But also, I just I, I, I like him. I just like the angle he goes at stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to be investing in the Doomsday Bunker. Yeah. But I, I just want to know your general thoughts about it. It's something that I think about. I'll never probably be allowed to do it in my current situation. But I think about it. Dream well, about that's it. fair. It, it could just be a big cave until the world ends. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just picture like a Doomsday fight like Ryan. We are not putting a 49ers rug. In the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. For people who don't have a man cave, it could just be your man cave. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, listen, those were Ryan's random thoughts. Moving right along back to some sports, Ryan. Yep. Hey, my girlfriend's dead, you know. She fell off a cliff and died on impact. Waste management golf tournament. Scotty Scheffler gets it done for us. Yeah, that was great. We were both all over that. Did you have a chance to watch any of the golf? Yeah, I watched some of it. It was uh, it was entertaining as always. I love that tournament. It's a fun one. <clears throat> Excuse me, awesome tournament. Um, I, I just he's he is exactly what I. I mean, he and it's. I'm not telling anyone. Not saying anything that people don't know, but like he's just so calm in big situations. You know, he has the late ruling. I don't know if you saw that where he kind of pulls one left. Uh, on 16, right? Pulls one left. He's got to get a ruling. He's near uh, drainage. He can't. doesn't have a backswing. He gets the ruling, hits a shot up there, buries the fucking putt, and these cocksuckers on the broadcast tried to mush us. The second he steps over his putt, the last 25 winners of this tournament has not bogeyed 16 on the last day. Yeah. And then he gets tried. Putt. I was ready to die because – Ron had just rattled in a fucking bomb. He played great on the on the weekend. Um, and I just I was like, when he made that putt and saved the three there, I was like, let's fucking go. And why is his name slipping my mind? Nick Taylor? Yeah, Nick Taylor was right Nick there. Ta- Nick Taylor for a little bit. Yeah. Dude was nails. He 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 played awesome. Um, what was it, the 14th, 15th hole, the par five, where Scheffler bangs Eagle. And this kid steps up, rattles a 12-footer home, keeps the golf tournament within one shot. I yeah. thought at that point we were in some real trouble because that is demoralizing. That eagle feels like a birdie at that point. You think you're getting a two-shot swing there? That kid buries that. And the fact that he made that after Scheffler just rattled that fucking eagle home, I was super impressed by Nick Taylor. And Yeah, he looked good. He's going to win some golf tournaments for sure. The place was electric. Did you see the streaker? Yeah, I saw the streaker. <laughs> see his mugshot? Oh, uh, it just exactly what you thought it would look like. I, I, I was telling everybody he looked like, uh, you know, when Forrest Gump goes running. Yeah. That's kind of like if he's just all long He had great running form. Yeah. 
I thought, what, what is this guy, a fucking cheetah? Like Usain Bolt out there. No yeah, there was no, him. like, he hit top speed, and then it never decelerated or accelerated at all. It was just, like, top, it was just one great speed. Yeah, he, he it really was. And, you know, you saw a bunch of, I'm sure you did too, like everybody else, but, like, the one clip of him, like, going and belly flopping in the water, almost almost conceding, like, boys, I'm I'm done, but I'm done on my own terms here, okay? Because yeah. there's nowhere to go after the water, right? He jumps in, and you see the two cops, like, kind of they kind of like tip their cap to him in, in a little way. They're smiling because the guy's yeah. a little I mean, right. He deserved he deserved it. It was he earned that one, and I think it's a felony, so he probably he earned that as well. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But listen, you go into that thing knowing you're getting arrested, you know? You don't, yeah. No what's your life that. like where you're just that's what you do? Yeah, well, I might easy because you might see my fat ass on the court like March Madness or something. Who knows? <laughs> Woo! You know, <laughs> this guy snuck a pitcher in. I don't know. Listen, yeah, no, I thought that was awesome. Uh, John Rahm, he makes the putt. The place goes nuts. All the bottles go up. It is definitely like, uh, 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 or all the beers go up. I'm sorry. It's definitely a bucket list uh, place to go for sure. We'll have to look into that. But this week, what is it? Is it the Genesis? They're at Riviera, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I have some interesting I have some interesting thoughts. I, I think I, I guess like am I allowed to say I think my own opinions are interesting? I don't think I can do that, right? But I think they're interesting. Thanks, Rye. I have some okay, here's what jumped off the page to me. And then I'll shut up so you can talk. Jordan Spieth plus thirty five hundred. Why? Why meaning he shouldn't be that high? Oh, that, those are long fucking odds. And I I didn't look at anything. I don't know what his past performance is here. I thought he played pretty solid this weekend. He's getting better with the putter. I, I just didn't know. Is this course like is it super? Yeah, like his last so um his last time out, 26th, 15th before that, 59th, 51st, 9th. He only has one top five here. That was back in 2015. Okay. Um, so, so that's why. That's why he, he just doesn't perform here. Yeah, but I thought it jumped, yeah, jumped, that jumped off the page to me. He's not my pick to win this week, but that's I'm you know I was one thing that kind of intrigued me was plus three twenty at the top ten. But what did you say? He best finish was sixteenth or fifteenth. Um, his best finish here. Yeah, he finished fourth, but that was back in two thousand fifteen. Okay, so you know, for me, I may. I'll let you guys. I'll definitely let you guys know uh, before Thursday. I might do. I don't like him to win the golf tournament. Like I said, I have another pick for that, but um, I might uh, do a plus three twenty top ten. You know, because he's he he did it again this week to where he kind of snuck in. You know, lately made some big putts down the stretch. But what is what? Um, do you have plays for this week? Yeah, I do. Um, because we did it so well last week. I uh, I have some guys highlighted here that I wanted to talk about, um, but you tell me who your pick is, and I'm gonna tally up just like I did last week. Real, it'll take me two seconds here, but I can do it while you're talking and see okay. who my number one overall would be. There are two guys, and I so here's uh, I hate picking two guys to win. I typically like to pick one guy to win. And do like top tens and things like that. But every once in a while, I'll do two guys to win because why the fuck not? 
and I was going back and forth on what I wanted to do. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just bet them both. Tony Finau at plus 1,600. I don't know what you guys are thinking. He doesn't really win. He, he's, he's a winner, okay? I really like Tony Finau. Okay. Now, John Rahm and Rory and Scheffler, plus 750, plus 900, plus 1,000. I'm not touching that because I think there's players that are just as good and I can almost double the odds. So I'm just not betting those three, not because I don't think those three can win the golf tournament. Obviously, they can. But I'm going with Tony Finau and Justin Thomas to win the golf tournament. Okay. I like that. We're not – so like you said, like I don't really like betting guys under 10 to 1. Like Rahm is 8 to 1. He is technically my number one rank here. Hold on. So also, and I also was thinking about maybe a sprinkle on Will Zalatoris at plus four thousand, just because it seems like why not? Yeah, he's um he made the final cut for me this week. I feel like he's a this is kind of like a big gamers course. Um, you know more yeah. about it than me, but I feel like this is where the big dogs can play. Yeah. Um, I I like. I like Victor Hovland a lot, twenty-eight to one. Okay, me. so he's he's kind of. I was reading some stuff today, actually. He, he's kind of a sexy pick this week. What are what are his numbers look like? You got that shit in front of you? Yeah, like um, he's finished fourth and fifth here, his two times playing, and yeah. and the other reason why I was I wanted to pick him too is he's a proven winner, one, but two, I thought that he could have played finished way higher last week had he made some putts. I feel like every time every time they cut to him, they were just like, "Oh, Havel can't buy one. Oh, Havel can't buy one. Oh, Havel can't buy one." It's like, yeah. I guess that could happen again, but I yeah, don't know, I could man. lose weight if I went for a run. But guess what? Yeah, I don't know. I, he's too good to I think just keep missing like that. I mean, he always puts himself in position to have the putts. So absolutely, he's he's um, a good player, and that's the mentality. Just keep you know. You know, it's the old, I think Jack Nicholas used to say, like, what's the secret to making putts? He's like, hit it closer to the fucking hole. And that guy does. So, you're not wrong. I think he, he's obviously comfortable there. And I love his number. Plus 2,500. Great player. Uh, definitely in with a shot. But that's another that's another sexy pick in my regards, in, in regards to, like, that's got the Max Homa plus 2,200 feel to it, you know? Um, yeah, I feel like it's just very long for him. Like, 28 seems long. You got, you got it at 28 on FanDuel? Um, I'm looking right now because I, I actually did these ranks uh, yesterday, so I didn't know how updated they'd be. Um, oh, I, I'm looking at DK right DraftKings. now. DK's got them at plus 2,500. MGM's got them at plus 2,500. Barstool's got them at 2,500. Yeah, he's 26 on FanDuel. I just found him. And, and poor Nick Taylor goes to plus 11,000 this week. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh. They don't think he's got a fucking snowball's chance in hell to win this golf tournament, huh? Who Taylor was? Yeah, and then he's plus 11. I just saw it. He's plus 11,000 this week. I like, so, um, yeah, I don't mind that. Let me get yeah, back so to let my me, list let real me, quick. Let me reset real quick. So I'm on Justin Thomas, Tony Finau, probably going to sprinkle Zalatoris. What are you what are you playing? I'm gonna play Hovland 28 to 1. Love that. I'm gonna play I'm gonna play Wyndham Clark 
to top 40 at plus 110. Tell me why. Talk us through it. I think he's been playing really good golf according to like just his recent form, finished 10th uh, most recently, um, hasn't missed a cut in a while, and then his only two times he played here, he finished 17th and 8th. Uh, which didn't play uh, is 2020 and 2021. So you know, recently too. Which and, I like. and 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 that stuff matters. Like when you go play a golf course, like one, those guys know where they play well and where they don't, obviously. But also for guys like that, like this is the money making day. Like the, the, these are like you said, these are bigger tournaments, bigger payouts, things like that. These are guys who you know you had some success there. Yes, you know. Maybe a fourth or a fifth was your best start here. You start feeling like you, you can play with these guys. Take a shot. Why not? Yeah. The other one I thought didn't make any sense uh, when I looked was a top 40 for uh, Adam Scott here. He's just like a total fucking beast here. Um, and recently he's been playing really good golf. Like he hasn't finished outside the top 30 in the last 12 weeks. And here – he hasn't missed a cut. He's finished 17th, 10th, 2nd, 11th, 53rd, 7th, 1st, 38th, 4th. So, I mean, just what an absolute monster here. And I don't know why he would be plus 105 to just top 40. That just doesn't seem right. I thought that'd be like minus 200. I, I don't know, like up with the favorites to top 40. Like you got guys like Terrell Haddon's minus 155, stuff like, like why wouldn't Adam Scott be there? It just seems like the number's wrong. That does feel does feel a little off for sure. One person who's not getting enough respect is Tiger Motherfucking Woods, because Tiger 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 Woods, y'all, he's back. He's playing in this golf tournament. Uh, came out recently, said he hasn't walked seventy two holes. So see how that goes. But uh, yeah, he's, he really he's plus two ten on Fanduel for a top forty. That's fucking absurd. That's that, that he's plus fifteen thousand to win the event. But listen. Uh, Tiger Woods, obviously, I'm a I'm a fucking fanboy when it comes to him. I love the guy. I think he's awesome. Uh, obviously, his best days are behind him. But he said, listen, I'm not doing this unless I think I can win the golf tournament. Do you give him any chance to sniff? Do you think that top 40 is real? I think a top 40 could be real. Um, I, I think, but I might just be hoping that. I really want to see him golf the weekend. Um, yeah. You know, I was just comparing FanDuel lines to, to DraftKings lines, and I think DraftKings lines are a little sharper. Like Adam Scott's minus yeah. 125 to top 40 there. Yeah. Um, and same thing with Wyndham Clark. Wyndham Clark is minus 105 to top 40 there. So I, I do – that Wyndham Clark is a nice player, man. He, he's a nice player. He's always in the mix, and he plays in golf tournaments. So he's a nice little pick for sure. But um, – Oh, always a good golf tournament for sure. Uh, what I just do you, love... What do you think of your boy Homa this week? Because he was another one that really stood out to me. Max Homa is a fucking stud. Uh, like you said last couple weeks ago, he's been playing some of the best golf of anybody in the last year and a half. And he's listen, won this he, event. he showed some. Oh yeah, he won at plus twenty two hundred for us. He he didn't have the weekend he was hoping for. Obviously, no, he won uh, this event. Is what I was saying. He's won here before. Oh yeah. Well he's yeah. he's he's a guy. I mean what's his number at? He's gotta be fucking plus two thousand. He's um yeah, let me where I yeah, have plus him, two though. plus two thousand on DraftKings. Yeah, listen, I, if anybody takes Max Home at every goddamn tournament, I'm not gonna be shocked. 
This guy's got five PGA Tour wins in his last 45 starts, six wins total. He's a fucking stud. You bet him every week, he's not going to hurt you. He's just not. Um, <laughs> just went to 18 live on FanDuel while we were talking about him. Yeah, they're the uh, the one guy at FanDuel's uh, big little Tony. He's he's listening to the TBG podcast as we speak. I gave him the live feed. So yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I just golf is so fucking hard. I, I heard a Justin Thomas quote the other day. He's like, I could be the fourth, fifth best player in the world the rest of my life and never win again. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, like it's fucking hard to win on the PGA Tour. It's you know, sure it's got a little easier because some studs are playing and fucking. Uh, Saudi blood money, but I just think I don't know. I feel like Justin Thomas is going to win a golf tournament. I took him the first week that we we started doing picks again. I like Justin Fee, like Justin Fee now. <laughs> I like Justin Thomas and I like Tony Fee now. Uh, and I probably will sprinkle Zalatoris because, like you said, he big game player. Yeah, I like Zalatoris more than Spieth for the same number. We'll post them out. You know, we'll definitely post our picks out for sure. But this might this golf tournament to me, I'm seeing some numbers earlier today, seeing some numbers just as we're talking right now and looking at stuff. There's some nice prices at uh, top 20 finishes, top 10 finishes, top 40 finishes. So I might have a few more golf plays than, than normal uh, this week. But we'll see how it goes. But I'm definitely going to be on Justin Thomas and Tony Finau and Zalatoris for sure. Yeah, I'd like to – we'll talk and kind of collab that up. That'd be fun. I um, I also thought the same thing, you know, because the reason why is because it's just it's so star-studded. There are so many badass golfers in this tournament that, like, it drives – you have great golfers at longer numbers, so it's a cool thing to take advantage of. It's true, but if one thing's been, uh, you know, is always true – is you have to make putts, and and the and then and that's the difference. I mean, all these yeah. quite literally every fucking single guy on this tour, they can hit the shots. They can. They tee to green. They can get there. They can get up and down. Get in tough spots. They can get par out of them. Making those saves from 10, 12 feet for par to keep you around alive, and then rattling two birdies home. You know, those are the guys that win. That's what Scheffler just did. That's what Rom's been doing this season. Yeah, we've seen Rory do it a bunch too, but you have to make your putts on Saturday, Sunday. It's like you have to make your free throws. You got to make putts, and at these harder golf courses like that, that's it's always whoever wins is always like in the top five putting statistics for the weekend. You have yeah. to putt. Yeah, agreed. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm gonna. I don't. I did my ranks like that, but I'll dive into it a little more, and then we can post some things. It'll be fun. Well, listen. Yeah, we'll post some golf picks. But we've got some big, big stuff coming up. Win the race. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I pitch excellence. NASCAR, baby. Daytona 500. Is it Thursday, Friday? Well, Thursday. So Thursday night will be the duels. It's two races. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, sorry, go ahead. All right, so Thursday night will be the duels. That's two races. And it decides the starting order of the 500. Well, technically qualifying will do that, which is Wednesday night late, because the uh, that's when you can find out who's on the pole. So the first, the front row, the first and second place drivers will start first and second in qualifying. Then you have the duels Thursday night, split split the field in half, uh, two races decides the starting order. So. 
Uh, Friday night will be the truck race at Daytona. Saturday will be the Xfinity race at Daytona. And Sunday will be the Daytona 500. Oh, the truck race. Yeah, there's three. All three series are racing <coughs> at Daytona. It's going to be awesome. Really? 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 Yeah, Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday, the Daytona 500 is at like 2.30 in the afternoon. All right. So, listen, I've been doing some thinking, Ryan. And... Yeah, are you, did you pick a favorite driver? You're, if you're going to turn me into half a redneck this season, I'm going to watch these cars go in a fucking circle for two fucking hours. I got to have some skin in the game. I can't just – I can bet on everybody, but it's like golf. Like, that's kind of what NASCAR the feel is. Like, I'll have the guys I root for, but I'm betting on it constantly. But I feel like NASCAR is, like, a little more cutthroat because you can die out there. Like, I well, feel like all the golfers like each other. Like, I don't feel like all the drivers do, right? Is there, like, a bit – is there rivalries in driving? Oh, yeah. Because be. yeah, if someone hits your – you know, spins you out and wrecks you at the end of a race, you fucking hate that guy for Fuck a while. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some good rivalries that we'll talk about and you'll see now that you'll be tuning in a little more. So, I'm definitely going to be tuning in more. So, listen, I told you guys last week I bet Kyle Busch at 18-1. to 1. He's down to 14-1 to 1 right now. Uh. If he wins, he's my new favorite driver. That's the, if he wins, I'm I am now a Kyle Busch fan. I if really like Kyle Busch. So that would if be he fun. if he doesn't win, I'm gonna revisit some things and I'm gonna pick my favorite driver next week. You know who it's not gonna be is uh that Joey Logano because he's the one who took over for Tony Stewart and I didn't like that. I didn't like that back in the day. Took TS20 off the Home Depot car. I'm pretty sure it was a Home Depot car, right? Yeah, that's, that, up. that's why you had a beef back then when you had no skin in the game at all. Yeah, I just liked how Tony Stewart was. I told you, I thought he was cool because he was just like, "Fuck you, I'm going out there, I'm driving, rubbing his race," and he's like a little cold trickle to him. Then he killed the guy, so I was like, "Ugh, that's tough, tough to root for him," you know. But oh my God. yeah, so Kyle Busch wins this race. I am now a Kyle Busch fan. I'll get all the Kyle Busch merch. If he doesn't win, we'll revisit it again. You said you like Kyle Busch. I know you have a bunch of picks. You got stuff graphed up, charted up, Excel, spreadsheets, all that. Tell the kids what you're thinking for, for the big race for Daytona 500. Yeah. I um, So FanDuel dropped some lines. They've already – it's kind of outdated now because they've, they've gone downhill. So what I'll say is I gave a couple long shots last week. That was LaJoy and Todd Gilliland. Um, they're both around 100 to 1, depending on – I'd shop it and just get it, as, obviously, as long as you possibly can. Um, but I have not yet gone under 30 to 1 on any bets. So what I'll say is just follow me, and as I figure it out, I want to see qualifying and the duels because one thing that I did today, I did post, is where the winners are coming from, and the winners are coming from typically the top 20. Um, so if you're playing like DraftKings DFS and stuff, a lot of times you're playing drivers that start in the back because they all wreck out and they kind of they move forward. You get a lot of points for a positive place differential. But for betting a winner, the winners have typically come from top 20 starting positions. So I want to see where they're starting uh, and then we'll go from there. But I have right now eight different guys bet um, and I'm probably going to add two more to just have, you know, a quarter of the field bet. Uh, same thing, kind of how I did the college basketball outrights. It's all for – they're all long shots. So, you know, you can just sprinkle things and win a lot of money. But the two that I placed at the end of the week, one might be Kyle Busch. One might be someone else. 
And I feel like I got to bet Kyle Busch now and just roll with the pod. Um, and plus, I so you want to pick a favorite driver? He's fucking fun to root for. He's he's funny. He has rivalries, um, and he always wants. I mean, they all want to win always, but he actually has a shot to, and he is aggressive as hell. So I I like him a lot. Yeah, he, he just looks like he's about that life. Like for nobody who knows, like, I don't know anything about NASCAR, but he's somebody obviously pop up and a controversial character or whatever, but also a really good driver. So I, yeah. I, I, here's a question. I'm going to sound pretty stupid. So how many cars do they have? Like what if they wreck their car on the qualifying lap or some shit? What happens? Or is it the you same? They bring back up. So will have probably two or three cars here. So the car, so the guy goes out, does the fucking, he's hopping on the pole, I believe is what we're calling it. And yeah. he's, he, yep, he's ripping around that track. He's the only one out there, right? He's just, it's like a time thing. Yeah, qualifying will just be single car. So is that lap. car, is that car that he's driving in that moment? Is that, is he going to race that same fucking car or is he using the other yeah. car? Yeah, he's going to race that car. Gotcha. So you'll see like some guys. So that's like, that's another reason you want to see it, right? Yeah. Yeah. You want to see how it looks. But, I, but again, in a race like this, it's, everyone's going to be so close together. They put a different package on the car than they would run at any other track. And the whole idea behind this package of the car and how it's built is so that they can all kind of lock up and pack race together. So is this a big drafting track? They get yeah. on bumpers. So that, that's what I posted on Twitter earlier today. Like back in the day before the year 2000 for, from the year 2000 and before, um, Winners came from the top five 60% of the time. And then they changed kind of how the racing package was going to be, and they all race in packs now. So now you see from 2001 and later, the winner started in the top five only 23% of the time. So it's everyone's all bunched up together. Qualifying used to be cool. I mean, now it's just kind of a, you know, teams want to have bragging rights, so they go out there and try to win the poll. But you don't necessarily need to be – on the pole here to give you any better success at winning. Everyone's going to race in a pack. It's all equal. You just got to get lucky. Yeah. But I would say it's probably like, it's probably like breezing your horse. Like you can tell when you're the driver, all right, this car feels good this week. I'm sure. Oh, there's yeah. some, I'm sure there's something to it. Like you, you, like I said, you're, you're doing a workout with your horse or whatever. Like this horse is live right now. You can just, you can probably feel. You can tell probably just like you look at horse stats. That's what I have on when the race. So it's like, you know the guys that are good on drafting tracks. Like, they consistently show up and they yeah. make their way. They could be in first place and purposely drop back to 35th just because they want to avoid the bullshit up front if people are racing too aggressive. And by the end of the race, when they need to, they'll find a way to pick a lane, draft their way up, and all of a sudden you're like, damn, this dude was just in 30th, and now he's up here fighting for the lead again. So it's like you, these guys know how to work their way up and you know back and through the field. Did that how when would did did Clint Boyer drive in this thing last year? Is he retired? He's retired. How when did he retire? Probably like three years ago now. Did he ever win one of these? Um, I don't know if Boyer's ever won. I don't. I feel like I bet on him, and there was a huge wreck. And I, maybe he didn't win, but he came close. But he avoided the wreck. I'm pretty sure he drove a seven car. Is that him? Boyer, I can um, hold on. I'm just pulling it up right now. It's not. It, I guess he's won I'm... at Daytona, but not uh, not in the Cup. He's won in Xfinity. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I just you you were talking, and it made me think of like the crashes and stuff, and like 
Obviously, pole position matters. You get the idea of your car. I'm sure starting position does matter in some capacity, depending on the rest of your teammates are. But like you said, there's so many crashes you're packed together. Probably doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, the much, main thing is, like, and you'll see as we get to different tracks, like like for the clash, for the clash that we just had, starting position was everything because it's yeah. so hard to pass there. So you want to be out front because everyone's stuck behind you. And like you said, it's and like you said, it sounds like I would imagine when you're going to a track like this, where what did you say the package is that what we're calling it? The like yeah, the, like, it's just like a race package, like how the car is trained yeah, out like, and. And the spoiler you. on it to slow it, like the horsepower and everything like that, is is slower than. Sure. Right. So the I car's would, not slower, but the you kind of know what I mean. Like they limit it so I can I get on your bumper and stay there, and we can kind of push each other. But that's where I think, like the team thing, probably like for like me looking in, I would imagine that not all the garages have the same theory on how, like, because you only you, you really this like you said this car is really just for this track. It's not like a regular thing. I'm sure there's different theories on what works, what doesn't work, and, and I'm sure that kind of comes through too, I would imagine. But Yeah, it's tough because NASCAR limits what the teams can do because they want the pack racing because it makes it more fun to watch for the fans. So that's like you can tweak it a little bit, but and there will be faster cars than others, but it'll be pretty similar all around. Don't they take your car if you win? They can. I mean, it's – I don't know if it's up to the team or what, but some car, some cars get retired. Yeah, I'd be like, fuck that, dude. We dusted everyone. I don't want like we're keeping that. No, yeah, you'll see like throughout the year, you'll you'll hear teams say like, hey, you know, if we won at Las Vegas and we're bringing it to a track that we think is extremely similar, we're bringing that winning race car. Dude's racing yeah. it again. Yeah, so they do keep the cars and and rotate them, and that makes sense. Yeah. And what then you're talking about backup cars, like you have a team too. So say you're rooting for Kyle Busch, he has a teammate, Austin Dillon. So mm -hmm. they're Richard Childress Racing, so they might have like a backup car. They'll probably have more for a race like this, but on any given week, maybe they brought one backup car just in case one of them wrecks. If both of them wreck in qualifying, they might be screwed, but I don't know. Typically, you see them bring a backup for each. Bigger teams have more money, so they have more backup cars. Can I can I say a name and you tell me what you think? Yeah. What is it? Brad Kazlowski? Is that his yeah. name? What what do you think of his chances? Because he's I saw his he looks like he's a he's middle a great, of the pack. He's a great draft racer. Like he's on a plate, like they used to call these plate races because they had the restrictor plates on them. Yeah. That's so like people say he's a great plate racer, but that's kind of what this is. On a drafting track, Kazlowski's really, really good at hooking up with somebody and pushing everyone to the front. And then okay. making his own move to get there. So he's a good he's a good racer on this type of track. Whereas we get to some other places, I won't think he has the speed to win. Okay. And then um, Suarez? No, I would avoid him here. Okay. Okay. Fast wow. car, but I just don't think this is his uh, wheelhouse. All right. That's fair enough. Those were two names. Those were two other names that kind of popped up when I was just looking at odds. And I was just like, I feel like I remember hearing these names. Kozlowski I remember hearing. But like. Yeah. I, I was know. close to betting him. He's there's some lines out there where he's like right on the border of where I'd want to take him. So okay. Well, listen. Let's do this. What are your what's your final? Well, I know I'm gonna put you on the spot. You said you got a bunch of different things bet. You're gonna post some stuff. Uh, I'm gonna post some stuff as far as like our final bets. But my main guy right now is Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch at eighteen to one. 
Hopefully he wins the race, and uh, we cash some tickets. So I'll say my main guy right now is Eric Jones, 40 to 1. Okay. Fun story. There's a kid, Eric Jones, uh, hit maybe the third first home run I've ever given up in my life. Eric Jones hit it. <laughs> he did over the flagpole. It was a fucking nuke. But And it stuck with you for life. Yeah, there's a couple of them. There's him. Uh, he hit one. Uh, Will Price. Unbelievable athlete. He hit a couple of fucking cock shots off me. But when we were 12, he hit a line drive back up me or back up the middle. And I still have the seams by my ankle. So thanks, Will Price. Um, and then the furthest home run this thing would have been out of every big league stadium is Matt Ahern. Or not a Matt Ahern. That's my friend. Matt Anderson. Matt Anderson. He hit one out of the field we were playing on. And there's another field next to it. He hit yeah. the first base. He hit this thing like 500 feet. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fucking that's 12. Yeah, it was something else. But yeah, Eric Jones made me think of him. So I'm not betting on him. Fuck yeah. I gave up a home run to a girl named Denise, and it went into the pool out in left field over the fence. That was <laughs> you gave the up highlight a of my baseball career. You gave up a home run to a girl? Yeah. <laughs> I think she ended up playing like D1 softball somewhere, but she fucking yeah. wrote that thing. The I always got a kick out of like we'd be playing beer league softball and like you play co-ed stuff and the every once in a while like either our team or another team would have like these women who like played in college. They're so much better than all of us at everything. Yeah. Making plays at shortstop, but they're throwing the ball too hard at the guy playing first. Like yeah. but yeah, no, I uh I, I Eric Jones, fuck off. Um you have anything to add to NASCAR, Ryan, or are we all set on that? No, let's hope my Eric Jones is better than your Eric Jones. Yeah, no, nah, he's a good dude. But listen, that was NASCAR. Meow, 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 meow. Go follow in the race with Han Yolo. I'll be putting my picks out as well. But, Ryan, we're going to finish up this episode with what is the fattest thing you've done this week? No, it's TV, man. Camera adds a couple hundred pounds. What do you got, amigo? Mine's pretty simple again this week. Um, so we had a, I know it's kind of late, but we had a family Christmas outing um, over, the the last, over the last week or so. So we had, well, it's like family friends and we do Christmas with them every year, but everyone's been so busy that we couldn't have it until February. So okay. that's fair. Um, so we did that and one of the people that come over know my father-in-law likes dark beer. So she just so happened to buy him my favorite beer. It's Edmund Fitzgerald Porter by Great Lakes Brewing. It's great beer. Great dark porter beer. And he left them in my fridge. Yikes. So they're gone. Yeah. So I think the fattest thing I've done is drink all my father-in-law's Christmas beers. Yeah. Now i got to go reimburse him. He doesn't know. So I have to just, I'm just gonna go buy it back and be like, hey, you left these at my house. Yeah. And definitely a fat guy move, like eating someone's leftovers or drinking something. You never feel you know in the moment I should not be doing this, but you yeah. just can't in help one night, They just I found out they were there and in one night they were gone. And now I have to go <laughs> buy them again and just bring them over and be like, Hey, you left these at my house. I love how you preface the story with like it's my favorite beer. So yeah. it's kind of their fault for bringing <laughs> yeah, my yeah. favorite beer, and and then yeah, just that like dangling that carrot in front of you. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, mine, dude. Mine's not like eating related or any. I just 
waking up, I woke up going downstairs and just, I got a click in my knee. Like just, it's just, I don't even know. I just, I'm waking up and stuff's cracking. Just yeah. clack, 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 clack. So welcome to the club. I got a few years on you, I think. That's right. Yeah, but I think it's just like part of it's yeah, getting old. But also I I just it's hard for me to feel you know good about myself when I'm I'm blowing an ACL just walking. Like yeah. I mean it's the morning. I have to like do calisthenics before I start my day. I don't think that's not what I'm looking for. So hey, the good my, the good news about underground bunkers is you just go down the stairs once. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then you're done. Yeah, that's right. Oh my god. What the fuck? There's a movie with Dan Aykroyd. Or is that the guy from Roseanne? No, I watched that movie. I know the one you're talking about where they're in the they're in the thing. Yes, like, it's a great you know, movie. Be a creeper or something, right? Like what? well, I don't want to ruin the movie. John Goodman. John Goodman, yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. He's he is a weird guy, but he's I don't also think gonna watch it. Yeah, sorry if I ruined it, but it's from like 2005, I think. It, yeah. It's a great movie. You should watch it. I think it's on Netflix. I, I'll get the title for you at some point. But that, I think he, I think he was a scumbag, and like then he was, but he was also right. Like they thought that it was safe to go out, and he was like, "Do not fucking go out there." But he was also a creep, so they're like, "Fuck it, it's worth the risk." And yeah, right. yeah, he was right. All right, see now you guys don't have to watch that. Yeah. So the fattest thing for me this week is just like. There's nothing else I can contribute knee pain to other than being fat, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know if the guy who's a gym teacher is 185 pounds is waking up and his, his knee's just clicking out of nowhere. By the way, it's not like I was playing hoop the night before. It's just like I was just just waking up. Like, I have I, – I hope that – I hope my fucking microphone caught that because that's my shoulder just cracking, Okay. My shoulder blades are fucked up. My rotator cuffs fucked up. I'm falling apart at the seams. And I know what you guys are thinking about. That's Damn. crazy. You're, you you take really good care of yourself. I don't. I don't. I'm getting better at it, but I don't. So the fattest thing I've done this week is just feel pain from being fat. It's really yeah. it. It's really you it. You did that move, and it reminded me, that like, recently with my son, I tried to do – remember those armpit fart noises where you put your hand in there? Yeah, I, I, I can't do that. And – and this I is lost not, it. Is that because we got fat? That's. <laughs> I don't know that. I never listen. I'm not. I'm gonna sound like a fucking hoity-toity here. Toilet humor, potty humor, fart jokes. Not my thing. I never have been. And I know it's not. It's frowned upon. People are like, "What do you think? You're better than me? What you don't shit? You don't do this? Shut up! I just don't like that. It's just not my cup of tea. That kind of humor. I find the angle and where it's funny. I get it. It's just not my thing. You know. Um, yeah. So the fart noises I never did. Also, pretty sure there was this kid uh, that I didn't like in elementary school. He used to do it all the time, and I hated his fucking guts. And I know his name. Farts. Yeah, he used to do it. You get real good at him. You can do him with your knees. I don't know if maybe you'd enjoy that more. I don't. Uh, so you know, you you <laughs> our friend Dom. You know Dom. Not yeah. my, not not the ice cream man, but we used to work with this guy Dom. He's he's apparently he's fucked a kneecap before he said so so that's <laughs> that's a little fun fact for you. I didn't know if you knew that, but oh no, didn't know it was yeah. possible, but it is. Yeah, he's yeah. a weirdo. He's the best though. He's a nice guy. Um, but yeah, th that's really like the fattest thing for me this week is just I felt fat this week. 
The other thing is this. I haven't cooked in like two weeks. I am just, my fridge is just full of containers. That's also a pretty, that's a fat guy move. And the tough thing is, you know, part of this fattest thing of the week is it's, I'm trying to do it so I stop doing less fat things. All that's happening is I'm seeing more, you know? Yeah, so, I know. Hopefully one day we run out. That's a good sign. Yeah. it's We'll, we'll work on it, but. What's listen, the skinniest dude, thing you've done this week? That's what's what we, that? Maybe year two is what's the skinniest thing we've done this week. So I was at, it's funny you say that because I was thinking about it too. Like, because we both are, like, we're, we both are bigger guys, but we're both like trying to be better, right? Yeah. Maybe like in the summertime, you know, it'll be like, you know, what Joe Rogan exercise did you do? Like, we might have to like, might have to like uh, do some type of challenge. Push each other. Yeah. Yeah. You had me at push your bumpers. How many P90X videos did you do today, you pussy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, I will yeah. say this, okay? I, not that I can do a lot of push-ups anyway, but my shoulder's so fucked up. I've been doing them on my knees lately, and my fucking my sweatpants ripped in my knee. So that's another fat guy thing. I'm doing push-ups on my knees like a fat fuck. My clothes ripped. I'm fucking falling apart. Dang. Creighton lost. Illinois lost. lost everything. Yeah, UFOs are real. Our pets heads are falling off. Yeah, what a, what a <laughs> all show. I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say is, Ryan, you're gonna tell me that there's UFO crafts down here coming from another fucking universe, and we're winning the fight. I don't fucking believe it. Something else is going on. Do you have anything to add? This was a fun episode. Well, let's wrap it up. No, this was a great episode. I. I loved everything about it. We we did good. We talked about some future college basketball. We got some golf plays again this week, and golf's been real hot. So I'm looking forward to that, and uh, we can put a put a fun card together. I was thinking about it the other day. If you've been following us like since we started doing this, you're, you're up a bunch of money. Like my record in college basketball is obviously really good, but I have everything there. I have money lines, parlays. If you're just playing against the spread, your record's fucking far better. But if you've been playing our golf picks and your NASCAR picks too. Yeah. I mean, if in, you my, just, in our NFL picks, like I've crushed NFL since we started. Yeah. That. I'm just saying like moving forward with the sports that are going to be here. Like we've been red hot. I am a gambler though. And I do know the other shoe does drop. So we're, we're trying to be disciplined. And obviously we've been on a, a tremendous run. I already know knowing you too and Tony Baseball. I'll be I'll be uh back on some of my some of my baseball game this year too. Yeah, I love baseball. Uh the Yankees are are a big part of my life. It's the hardest thing to bet on. I, I think I mean college basketball is tough. Well, horses. Horses well, are isn't, really hard. isn't baseball like hockey where it's like they're always up uh run and a half spread too? Yeah, you can do those. What I like to do in baseball, and we'll definitely get more into is I like to do like hit parlays home run plays, shit like that. More yeah. like, it's gambling. It's more like plus money stuff. And uh, but like, We can touch on it soon because spring training's starting in like a week and a half. Well, some of the guys are – when you're trying to win World Series, you, you like the Yankees are, you have guys already down in Tampa. Yeah. yeah Aaron, Aaron Judge was working out a little bit at first base, uh, taking some, some, some ground balls, fielding a little bit. So we got baseball coming up. We got a bunch, uh, bunch coming up, really. But I'm excited for golf. I'm excited uh, for basketball. Hopefully, we keep hitting our bets. Appreciate everyone listening. If you don't have anything yeah, to add, right? We got great reviews. Thank you for everyone who left a great review. So we really appreciate that. It's nice. I do appreciate it. And like I said, we uh, 
It's still a fresh podcast. We have some plans. We are definitely going to be doing some interviews coming up. But until then, go subscribe to all the pages. Uh, we'll be up on uh, you know on YouTube and uh, look at our Twitters for our picks at the Big Guys Pod at Big Tone here at Han Yolo. Hit the music, right?